Well, we want to say welcome back to the Heights podcast. Our mission at Heights is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And one of the ways that we do that is by creating content like this. Uh, we release these podcast episodes to help you take your next step on your faith journey. Here on the Heights podcast, we like to talk about issues regarding faith, the culture, and the church. And today, I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, this is Matt Ruzica. Matt Ruzica, welcome to the program. Howdy. Thank you for having me. So we were just talking a minute ago, and we realized that this is literally going to be the Matt show. We need a theme song. A theme song? Get your guitar. Can, can, you, can, can you come up with one on the fly for us? Uh, welcome to the Matt show. Enter guitar riff. <laughs> this is where your faith grows. I first got Face to- melt. <laughs> I just watched School of Rock again the other day. This is amazing. This is going to be, I can already tell this is going to be a really good day. So I met you for the first time. Actually, well, I don't remember when we actually met for the first we time. We were next door neighbors. I remember seeing you for the first time yeah. when I used to go hang out at the Starbucks all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I saw yeah. this dude yeah. who was in great shape. Um, who yeah. was very studiously studying his Bible and yeah. he had color coordinated highlighters. And I was like, this guy, this guy's like a seminary student. Well, I mean, he has amazing hair, so he might be a worship guy. Uh, but then he had the color-coded highlighter, so I was like, hey, it might be, a, might be a seminary student. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that was it. And then at some point, we connected. I think we actually connected at school. We had classes uh, together. It was fantastic. Yeah, you copied off of me. I sure did. Yeah. That was awesome. So tell, tell, um, tell our audience a little bit about uh, what you do. Okay, so I am a young adult pastor at my church and also a worship leader and just whatever else the pastor tells me to do. Um, we're a small staff and smallish, you know, medium-ish kind of church, so there's always plenty more to do, like take out the trash and update the website, and I'm chief animal wrangler for strays and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. And uh, how long have you been uh, at your current church? Ten and a half years. Ten and a half years. So you've yes. been there for a decade. Yeah. Worship pastor. Yeah. Uh, uh, for a lot of that time, student pastor. Right. But right. It, but recently, in the last couple of years, you've transitioned into a new role at your church. And so I'm really interested in talking to you about that. Man, um, I, I loved my time in youth ministry. And towards the end of it, the last couple of years, I was like, I got I to gotta do something else, man. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about bad movies on here, but you know, when Matthew McConaughey was like, you know, I'm getting older and they're the same age, <laughs> but there, there was that feeling. It's like, man, I'm, I am really, uh, you know, you just feel, you know, at a different, in, in a different stage or whatever. And I was like, I need to do something else. And so I was spitballing that for a long time and, uh, talking with a couple of friends and mentors and my wife, of course, and finally had to break down and talk to my pastor and was like, man, I, I love I love all this stuff. I just really feel like I need to be doing something else. You know, it's, I, mean, mm. I don't know if outgrowing is the right word or whatever, but, um, so then we just kind of sort of spitball on the idea of what, what would it look like to try to reach the college age and the young adult age in our community. So we went from there. That's fantastic. And so currently, um, you're at South park Baptist church yes. in Alvin. Yeah. And so you're still on staff at South park as, um, still, still doing worship stuff. Yeah. Um, but in Pre- addition, I've always considered preaching to be my primary thing. Mm-hmm. That's just me. That's the way I structure my hours and kind of my heart. You know what I mean? Uh, I love, I love leading worship, but that uh, this may offend you a little bit. That's kind of my secondary role <laughs> that gets to the lesser amount of time. And that's why your worship ministry is way better than ours, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that's kind of the way I've always considered my jam right there. Gotcha. But a big part of what you're doing, um, in your new role at South Park is uh, doing ministry with college, yeah. career, 
young adults. Pretty much if you're in your 20s. Um, you kind of had to set set the cap somewhere because I didn't want to be like, oh, you know, young adult and young at heart, and then get the fifty year old guy in there sitting next to the nineteen year old girl. We're now nah, we're gonna make this pretty clear. You know, it's pretty much Gen Z ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're if you're graduated from high school all the way up to twenty nine, gotcha. That's what we say. And typically, we don't have twenty nine year olds in there. You know, they're they're already kind of moving on to a different stage of life. That that um, cracks me up because I totally launched a ministry at another church one time. And that's exactly what we said. We said like college career and or for young, young adults and the young at heart. That's exactly what we said. What did it look like? Well, it it, it basically just never got off the ground. Oh. (laughs) But yeah, I was like. People need structure, man. They thrive under structure. It's it's very, very true. (laughs) So you're a, so the ministry that you run uh, on Tuesday nights, what's that called? That's Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. yeah. And um, we, it's very, very much kind of like what I did with Wednesday Night Youth Group, man. It's just, you know fun but serious tone with like hey we're going to get into the word and i I love to preach and we leave worship and you know we 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 have some food and fellowship and stuff like that um but we house that in our fellowship hall that's a great group i've had a chance to come over and Mm -hmm. uh, help out with worship a couple of times and it's been i just i just love every minute that i get to be there it's it's, it's really really cool i wish they felt that way (laughs) i was curious though because i'm assuming that some of those same people you probably had when they were in when they were high school students. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's man. Yeah, that, those are the definitely the ones that like I started texting first whenever we we're getting the ball rolling with this. And um, there are some of those there, and um, you know some some other new faces too, which is great. But that that helped, you know, already kind of having some depth of relationship with some people that were kind of already 20, 25 and just kind of aimless out there. You sure. know what I mean? That's a very it's an interesting thing that you said we can talk about aimless because and we've we've had this conversation before too that like um when you leave when, when you leave when you're the age when you're when the when you're the age of a typical college student mm-hmm. you know which is in that like sort of like 18 19 you um you, you, there's this transition where you maybe were going to church with mom and dad or we're, go, we're being told to go to church by mom and dad yeah and so if you go off to school or even if you're still living at home, but things, you know, that things kind of change as you shift mm-hmm. kind of like as you move into that adulthood, the the rules are a little bit different. And you're you're actually having the opportunity to make a decision whether you're going to continue to be a part of the church yourself right. or is this is something that mom and dad were kind of insisting yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and that's a very it's a very vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable place um, for people of that age group. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I see a little bit more of a dismal picture than even what you painted, um, because with a lot of years in youth ministry, I, I did plenty of you know youth ministry stuff even before I moved here to Alvin. But with a lot of youth ministry stuff, and especially now that I'm I'm in this position, man, I've seen that like even our church kids, they're really not that churched. Oh wow. Um. So I mean, you've you've said and heard and probably you know, thought, thought this for a long time. It's like, you, know, you got a lot of, got a lot of like church membership where, I mean, man, they, they're worshiping select club ball, <laughs> you know, for most of the year. I mean, it's like Johnny didn't grow up really knowing that like, no, this is primacy. This is important. Mm-hmm. This is, um, this is vital to our household. And so then it's kind of like, even, even with like the, Oh, they went to church cause mom and dad, you know, man, it was like, that's some, you know? Yeah. Some and then it's I mean it's like when, when when church is just really kind of optional whenever you're growing up it's really not much of an option at all mm. whenever it's in your hands now gotcha you know because it's kind of like oh, well really what was it before you know that, that that's been a lot of 
that's been a lot of instances that I've seen. You know, I even remember now when I was growing up, my my family, we were very, very faithful church tenders. I can mm-hmm. count on the fingers of one hand how many Sundays we missed in the whole in my whole growing up. We were yeah. always really involved in ministry. Yeah. Um, that summer in between when I finished high school and when I went off to college um, and I was and I was driving and I had my own car um, and I so I was involved in the college ministry at, at the church I grew up in for you know a very short period of time. But even then, like my church attendance got like a little bit sketchy yeah. and I had been brought up well yeah. by parents. You know what I mean? Like right. I, it had been ingrained in me that church is a thing that you do if you're a Christian, Yeah, you know? And even then I remember that, like that little, that little kind of like summertime in between high school and the beginning of college, it was like, I, I went most of the time, but uh-huh. I didn't go every week. Yeah. And there were all of a sudden I had like, I had like reasons like, Oh, like, uh, it's, it's almost time for college group. Do we want to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even, even for somebody of me who was like, a committed Christian raised in a very, very committed household. Yeah. Like that sudden like change and like I had all this freedom. It was just like I, those are things that I had to figure out. Yeah. You know, so I can I can only imagine as somebody who maybe didn't have the same kind of like value placed on on, on being a part of church. And again, we're not talking about going to church like from a legalistic standpoint, yeah. but being a part of the body of Christ. Imagine the best case scenario. Is some, it, well, <laughs> yeah. it's something that we do as believers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and I think that's just, I think that's something that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I know that churches kind of, churches of our size, a lot of churches, uh, the people that I talk to around, um, they don't always have like a really like thriving college, young adult ministry. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times that's because they don't have a lot of college students or young adults. Yes. Um, and I wouldn't call ours thriving by many measurements okay you know what i mean as like uh i mean just just a for instance um the couple of them that i kind of did recon missions for but whenever i was first getting gonna get this started um I, i'll keep them nameless but you know they're, they're more in the youth scenario they're big churches right yeah. and so they got budget i don't i don't know what a big budget looks like <laughs> you know they got it's not just you know a pastor over that they got multiple staff members right just over that ministry so they they, they got stuff going on and um, and what, one of them was very, very gracious to me. They took me out to lunch, and we talked about, you know, me getting this started and what that looks like in Alvin and all that stuff. And they were saying stuff. It's like, man, yeah, get them, you know, get them there. Do giveaways, bro, you know? Like, they, when I was there, they gave away PS5s. Oh, wow. They gave away Astros tickets. And I'm just kind of, I'm biting my tongue <laughs> to the point of bleeding. You know what I mean? I was like, good for you. You know, I was like, that's just not... We're just like, y'all had food trucks out in your parking lot. We're just, I'm, <laughs> Miss Betty's making sandwiches yeah, that's right. for us this Tuesday. <laughs> you know, it's just, that, that that's what it is. You know, and so like, I, I know, especially with like talking to students on campus, like they live in Alvin or they live elsewhere, whether Manville or even Parallel, whatever. They drive there. Uh-huh. They, they, they'll go all the way to Houston because they got it going on. You right. know what I mean? And um, that, that, that that's all well and good <clears throat> and everything. But it's kind of like I, I kind of early on had to have like this very real realistic expectation level and um, to just kind of can consider, all right, man, what what's going to be right for us? What's going to be success? Mm-hmm. And it's like we're not going to be blowing it out the doors with 100 people. It's we're like, not going to do PS5s. Man, 
We're not, and we're not even, we're not gonna have video games set up in another room either. You know, and we're just, we're just not. We're, that, that's just not gonna be our, our, our jam, and that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, what's, what are gonna be the main things that we can focus on, and just try to be evangelistic and all that stuff on campus and everything, and we're, we're gonna do the best we can there. Um, and so it's, it is a little bit unusual for like a church of my size to have a staff member that's dedicated to that. It's mm-hmm. just. Typically, you just don't. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. we, you ain't got that kind of money. You ain't got just the support's not there. Um, so we're very fortunate in that regard that they were willing to try this and do this um, with me. Um, but I just if there's another church that's like of a, a like size or even small or something like that, it's I would just say you know, man, put yourself in check with what um, you think success is. Gotcha. Or those kind of expectations. And and don't get me wrong, man. Even like my expectations, like okay, man. We're not, we're not doing what those are doing. My, my expectations are here. We're not batting a thousand. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like my main thing is like, man, if I can just teach these guys some consistency. Yeah. Just go, just, just wake up. Wake up and be there on Sunday. You know what I mean? Come come two weeks in a row on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like learn some consistency. And yeah. um, you got to zoom out. And then it's like, man, okay, did, was was uh, was Hank more consistent over this past year? That's a win. That's, That's a win. That's huge. Yeah, exactly. Especially for a 20-year-old today. Um, so you just kind of, I'm not, I'm never, there's danger in the comparison game. Um, and don't, I I don't have to try to be like what those mega churches are doing. Mm -hmm. It would not fit here. It would not fit in Alvin. It would not fit at ACC. It definitely would not fit at South Park Baptist church. It it would be a joke trying to do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? What are those posers? What are they trying (laughs) to do? You know? Um, so we just like trying to, you know, know, know your church's DNA and, um, you know, giving your best efforts with your, your realm right there. I love what you say about knowing your church's DNA. Mm. And cause one of the things that I've, that's how we do our worship, I mean, man. And I know, I, I know, like, I know I'm like an old guy, like I'm not a, I'm I'm right like, like I'm not yeah. Gen Z, but one of the things that I'm always impressed with when I've had a chance to go over there, you know, and like play guitar or whatever is I love the fact that Miss Bat, that Miss Betty's making sandwiches. Yeah. Like, because that tells that group of people that's there that the church cares about them. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like, it, they're not, they're not an Island totally under themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, there are adults. And, and, you know, and people that are other generations that are that are plugging yeah. into that ministry. Mm. And I and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Another thing that I've kind of been impressed with, you know, I'm just going to sit here and brag on your ministry a little bit. Like um, I've been really impressed with your willingness to sort of take um, sort of a, a, an approach where like it's OK. It's OK if you go to another church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is and this is where I think, you know, so we've actually had a few young adults like from Heights encourage them to go like plug in on a Tuesday night because, yeah. you know, what, it's a. It's an important thing for, you know, as you're walking through this new stage of life, it's good to have some people that are in your same life stage, you know? And so if you're in a small to medium sized church, there may just not be a whole, I mean, if you're in a college town, that's one thing, but it it may, there may just not be that many, you know, 20 somethings or young 20 somethings in your, in your church, you know? And so, so your willingness to say, Hey, you know, South Park is doing this, but you know, if you, if you go to, if you go to the Harbor, if you go to Heights, if you go to, you know, wherever you come from, if you love Jesus and you've got, and you're a, you know, you're a college and you're, you know, you're in your twenties, like we, we, we've got a place for you. And we want you to stay at your church. And we want you to stay at I, your I, church. I try to be very clear about that. Yeah, there's no, there's no sheep stealing going on. I love you know? it, man. I don't get a raise just because somebody <laughs> moved their letter. You right. know what I right. mean? That's stupid. Yeah, you know? but what, but what that allows, what that allows smaller to medium sized churches to do is we can partner yeah. and try and create a place where you know 
where these where the where this age group can plug in and belong. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about um, the some of the ministry that you've done specifically on campus. Yeah, so camp. I mean, obviously with being a pastor at my church and being the worship leader and other miscellaneous things, um, I really had to focus or figure out what what's going to be my activity level on campus. And um, I, I had to focus on quality over quantity. You know, mm-hmm. a typical BSM at a university, they've got a staff. Um, they've got a director and assistant director and interns under them. And so we ain't got none of that, you know, and that's okay. Um, and plus, like a community college like Alvin, I was surprised to find out how many people don't even live here. Mm-hmm. You know, they, there's people that come from Texas City mm-hmm. that drive and go to this nursing program or, or whatever. Um, and so there's very transient and there's really not a ton of like campus life. Right. Where people, you know, it's like people hang out. The student center's renovated and beautiful now and they got a little coffee shop in there and stuff like that. But there's not there's not a ton of, you know, you know, hanging out in community, um, throw a buzzword out there. Um, there. There's just not a ton of that happening. Um, so. We, you know, we, we don't we don't have a BSM building there like you know some other ones do. It's like okay, so like what what, what can we do that's gonna we just want to try to connect with people, right? Mm-hmm. Just try to invite them to the thing that we're doing. So we we've done a uh, beginning of the month we do lunch and uh, Bible study and try to advertise that well. And I'll get up there the Monday before and you know set up a table and hand something out if it's hot and I'm doing Gatorade and Red Bulls. You know, um, if if it's cold then what I'm bringing hot chocolate or you know something like that. Just I set up a table there in the student center. And I'm inviting people and just, you know, some people, they, they've seen me a hundred times already and I'm giving the same spiel. And there's plenty of people too. I've never seen them before. It's like, we just met. Um, but anyway, it's just about, let's, let's try to get them to come to that Bible study so they can hear the word mm-hmm. and they can, they can see that it's, you know, South Park, um, you know, horizon, we, we set this up and then we got this church involved with bringing you lunch today. We got this church involved with bringing the message. Look, you got three churches here mm-hmm. represented you should find one if you're not in one. And so we always try to plug that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, you, you can come to my Tuesday night thing if you, if you live in this area. But man, if you live around Manville, go to that guy's Thursday night thing. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It's like, yep. you do, just do it. Come talk to us about it. Very, very cool. Um, how is doing this, how is doing ministry with that kind of college, career, young adult age, how is that different than student ministry? Like what are some shifts that you've had to make? Man, yeah, so definitely, uh, so I was kind of, you know, halfway joking about consistency and stuff. It's like, because it's in your hands now, you know, um, the 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 I love I love them, dude, but they're flaky, bro. They're so like I thought teenagers were flaky. It's like, nah, man, they still got people holding their hands, you know. Um, they're, they're, that's just what it is. Yeah, that, that's what it is, and oh, that, it's okay, right? Just try, try, try to try to get at their level. Um, but w- with that, you know, that they, they get into this stage of life and they got the newfound responsibility, and there's so much, Matt. I'm sure you know this and resonate with this. There's so much about that generation that is trying to figure out identity. And, you know, you, it's not just about right, what am I going to do in life, but it's like, you know, I, I want to like, I want to be something. You know, who am I going to be? Mm-hmm. And so that's why you get all these, um, all these ideologies that they can find, especially through the, you know, prevalence of social media, which is, it's not the devil, but that, that's, that's what they're, it's what they're looking at. That's what they're being taught by. Right. Um, so that, that's a huge, the, the, I guess the impression, you see the impressionism or impressionableism, whatever it is, um, youth are impressionable and they're being they're, they're being taught by whatever they're watching but now at this age they're living it out 
Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of all right. The the, the 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 fences are going down a little bit on me now. I don't I don't have to stay in the yard anymore. Right. <laughs> um, so you're you're seeing that they're they're living it out um, pretty boldly. Man, that's so interesting. So mm-hmm. cause they're all chasing like- something, bro. They're all chasing something, and, and most of them, it ain't it ain't Jesus. Oh. You know, <laughs> they're all, but they're they're chasing something. What trying are, to figure it out. What are some things? What are some things that like churches, like Heights, like local churches? Mm-hmm. What are some ways that we can support what's going on, either like in the realm of like collegiate ministry or in the realm of just helping to love and serve young adults in general? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, BSM itself is a wonderful organization. Um, if it's, I mean, gosh, you're a Baptist church. You know, you give money to a cooperative program and stuff. Um, just earmarking that is huge. Um, I, I just you know, get, getting in that world and learning about it. It's like, they, they do a lot. Like it's a really good organization. They got great people, um, involved in leading those things. Um, but here in, in this community, man, it's, um, I mean, it's not, it's not just like, Hey, do you know what? Um, you, you need to go check out horizon on Tuesday nights, you know? Yeah. Be a member here and stuff like that. But I mean, it's still at the, the folks at your church. I mean, cause most of them, they're, they're still, they're not going to come. You know what I mean? It's just, just, it's just the way it is. Some of them will, um, but it's they're they're here, and if they're in your your yard, man, it's all right, man. I I, I need to invite that kid over to my house. Mm-hmm. Can I, come eat dinner with my family, you know, or let's connect and get coffee and stuff, and building that relationship. And they, you just, it, what, who knows what that can turn into? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so I, I think there's a huge relational aspect of that. That don't think that like, oh man, I got a medium size or small you know, small kind of church and, uh, we don't, we don't have a Tuesday night thing or something like that, man, you got, you got people, you got mm-hmm. homes, you got food, you know, you got coffee shops you're going to get coffee anyway, man, you know, just call, <laughs> call Johnny up and see if he wants to see if he wants to go, you know, um, or man, he actually shows up to your shirt in church on a Sunday. Um, tell him there's like, man, I want to take you out for coffee tomorrow. Let's do it. You know, give me your number. You know, so he's not going to fill out the visitor contact card. You know what I mean? He'll give you his number. You know what I mean? You just invite him out. Um, so I, I think stuff like that is going to be huge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like what, what we're trying to do is, you know, definitely an evangelism and discipleship aspect of it. But um, that's not the silver bullet with having, a, you know, a specific Tuesday night thing. You know what I mean? It's not the silver bullet. It's a method. You right. know what I mean? It's a method. Um, but it's just as much can happen interpersonally that's uh, and so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning which is kind of know what your church is know your dna you know and know what kind of you have to work with and know what is a what's a win for your church so yeah Mm -hmm. so maybe you don't have maybe you don't have like a tuesday night thing specifically for young adults or maybe you don't have you know maybe but you know you can partner with a church that does or you can you know you can reach out to those, you know, to those young adults, those college students that you have, and maybe you don't have a whole lot, Yeah. but you know, there's an, a lot of opportunities for evangelism and discipleship. And like you said, building relationships yeah. um, with those students. And, and I think too, with like, even if you're, if, if you're thinking it's like, oh man, we only got like three people in my church that are, you know, in their twenties or something like that, man, that's 300% more than, you know, what you could have, you know what I mean? So we just like, I just let me be real biblical here. You know what I mean? Be be faithful over a little, and he'll make you faithful over much, right? And so, and I'm trying to be faithful over a little. I got a little right now. I think again, like I said, we're not blowing the doors open or anything like that. Um, but I, I know it's like I, I could try to be faithful over what 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 we have. You know what I mean? 
even if it's flaky and transient and all that stuff, uh, to be be faithful over it. You know what I mean? And just see what happens. That's just so it's so interesting to me as a parent. I've got I've got two kids right now. My two oldest are in like student ministry age. They're both they're both junior hires. Mm-hmm. Um one's you know, one's fixing to be in high school pretty soon. Um but I think about like for me that's like a big kind of a paradigm shift thinking that like you actually get flakier as you like yeah. well b- because there's less parental supervision and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less parental expectation yeah. you know cuz you have you you're in that age where you're taking the responsibility to you know is is being a part of of the family is being a part of a church is that going to be cuz that's on you now mm-hmm. you know and i just oh man yeah that's that just I, cuz I, I i'm just thinking like oh man they, they get flakier as they get older like i know man it's weird <laughs> it's weird it's weird man because it's not in every area um i mean man we um, we we put an 18 year old in the military tomorrow mm-hmm. and give them some life or death responsibility mhm Right. Um, but then the dude he was in class with for four years, he can't get out of bed on time, you know? <laughs> and it's like, what's the difference? You know, and I ain't got all that figured out, man. Right. There's um there's this big student ministry guru guy over at Southwestern, um Baptist Theological Seminary. Um, Richard Ross, right? He's been student ministry professor. I said Richard, not Rick. Richard Ross. Um, he's a big shot. Right. And, you know, you hear him speak at conferences and all that stuff. He was tweeting stuff just the other day, kind of about those kind of expectations and everything. It was like, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, it was like 17 year old walking to your church. He was already married and had a home. And, you know, you'd get them plugged right into the ministry and all this stuff. And, you know, what are you doing with your 17 year olds now? And I'm like, they're not the same, Richard. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, no, I, I, I understand, you know, about having higher expectations, higher responsibility, but it's like, it's not that a switch flips whenever they go from 17 to 18. Right. It's all the years before that. Right. Well, what's all the years leading up to before that, right? And so that's everything, man. It's not just um it's not just the church's expectations, it's the family ones and it's the I mean they spend most of their time at school too. I mean it's just it's it's everything. It's it's the system, right? Yeah. Totally. Um again, I was watching School of Rock the other day. It's the man. Oh. <laughs> um, Anyway, so yeah, it's weird to think that like you if know, you, young if, teen. Young if teen you ever wonder, uh, if you ever wondered what I looked like when I was teaching school, <laughs> it's it's that it. movie. That, 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 that's like a Matt Hogan autobiography. Uh, <laughs> if you wonder what I was looking like, I used to be a teacher. When I was teaching school, what I looked like, go to that movie Dangerous Minds. Uh, All right, that was <laughs> nice, nice. I was her. Um, anyway, yeah. So I mean, it's weird to think that you know, just a couple hundred years ago, like young kids were like learning Latin and stuff like that. You know, when they're they, they, all this all this different expectations. Um, so anyway, man, there's a lot that's changed there too. But then there's other areas too where like, nah, man, they'll throw you right in, you mm-hmm. know, um, and have high expectation of you. Um, so I just I don't I don't totally got that all figured out um, because I think it's a, it's a problem on multiple fronts. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't just solve it with one swoop or one policy, you mm-hmm. know, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a cliche and it's like, and it's not the, it's not the first time I'm, I'm sure for every generation, the generation that came up behind them, we always looked at them and said, Oh, no, they're no. lazy. They don't have yeah, a work exactly. ethic. You know, why, why won't these kids Our get music the was better. Our Saturday night live yeah. cast was better, you know? And so I, but I, I think one of the things that I would encourage us to guard against, especially as we're building relationships with 
you know, with this younger generation, with these, you know, 18, 20, mm-hmm. you know, these, these, these 20 somethings, uh, be, be careful of how you speak. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, speaking down for one, for one thing, yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been griping about like the millennial work ethic for decades now. Mm-hmm. And like millennials are like starting to turn 40, you know? So one thing is like, for one thing, you know, when you're talking about, when you're talking about, you know, 20 somethings, like they're not millennials no. anymore because yeah. they, they've already moved on. But the other thing is, is just like, get to know, see these people for who they are as people, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so, the, and so that means that you just, you got to kind of watch, you got to kind of watch them. And it's easy to fall into that trap, yeah. you know, because all of it, you know, once you get to a certain age, you, you're going to fall into that, you know, oh, kids these days, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. there's, you know, there's social media content that, you know, makes jokes and, and whatever, right. but it's like, but again, if you're connecting with, if you're connecting with these young people that are in your church, if you're building these relationships and you see them mm-hmm. as people, you know, some of these, some of these guys, they don't have their act together because they've never been taught how to have their act together. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, the, the parental involvement like wasn't there, you know, or maybe, you know, maybe it was like a single parent situation or this is, mm-hmm. these are people that, you know, kind of had to like raise themselves for whatever reason, you know, and maybe you can be the person in their life that can come alongside them and be like, you know, here's. Here's how you, here's how you set an alarm in the morning. Here's how you make sure, you know, make sure that you, you know, put on clean clothes when you go to a job interview. You know what I mean? Like there's like some, there's some life skills that I think those of us that have grown, that have gotten to a certain age, we kind of take for granted. Yeah. And sometimes these young people, like they need some honest help on how to, you know, how to do this thing. You know, here's, here's how to, you know, here's how to send an email to your professor. You know what I mean? Like here's, here's how you communicate with, you know, with, you know, people that are, that are above you. And, you know, those are all. And those are all things that like you can help somebody do. Like those are little pieces of discipleship mm-hmm. that we can do if we're building relationships with young adults and not kind of generalizing them or kind of putting them in a box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's cool whenever Miss Betty wants to make sandwiches for us. We'll take it all day long. Um, but there's still, I, mean, I don't want to sound too critical here. <laughs> there's, that's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, going up to them on a Sunday or even going up to them in the restaurant or the coffee shop and talking to them. That's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can see it's easy to kind of do stuff and drop it off and be at an arms. It's like, oh, well, you know, I gave some of my tie dollars to that. Matt, Matt's going to run it. You know? Right. Oh, well, I mean, guess what? <laughs> there's a where we got a battle on multiple fronts here. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a lot I was thinking about whenever you were talking just a second ago. Um, I was thinking about how like open-minded and closed-minded people, mm-hmm. you know, um, a big factor with like open-minded people, they're well-traveled, mm. you know, they've seen things, they've seen different cultures and it'll kind of change the way they interact with people here whenever they come home and they're less judgy. Interesting. And you can do that generationally to be well-traveled. Oh, I like that. You know what I mean? Don't, um, don't just live in Alvin your whole life. Uh-huh. Right. Generationally. Right. Um, and don't just so, live. So for my, my, my lovely senior adults, as much as I love them, don't just hang out at the senior center all the time, you know, and then whatever, whatever, whatever else the thing is, you mm-hmm. know, for people of different generations, if you're only running in the same circles. Right. And so you're never challenged that way. Um, so I don't know. That's a thought. But then, too, with like, you know, the, with how easy it is to judge the younger generation. With like, oh man, they're so crazy, you know, and look, look at their hair and look at their clothes and all that. Or their pronouns. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's go there for a second. Let's go there. Um, if you stop asking why, 
then like you're never you're you're just you're instead of building a bridge, you're always gonna burn it. Interesting. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I don't agree with what she just said. Why does she feel that way? Why does she feel like she needs to identify that way? Hmm. You know? Um, if you can start asking some of those why questions and actually start caring about that person, like, like you said, see them as a person, mm. you know what I mean? Not just some other and, you know, definitely not as unreachable and all that stuff. And so, man, dude, I'm, 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 I'm no magician whenever it comes to evangelism or something, you know, I'm not, man, but it's just, if you'll just be open and ask good questions, you know what I mean? And just listen, 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 listen. want to talk, bro. Listen. Um, and so, I mean, it's, we, we got to meet up again, but it was sometime last semester I met with a young lady on campus that, I mean, openly, um, queer and, um, into some like religious stuff, like, um, like magic rocks and weird, you know what I mean? She's looking for something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but like the fact that, you know, it just, I, I was just, I was just nice to her, you know, it wasn't anything fancy. I was just nice to her whenever we met, and I just offered that to her. I mean, I'd love, I'd love to talk with you about what you believe. You know, you know, take me up on it, right? Um, let's let's have coffee. And she actually took me up on it. That didn't happen a lot. Um, and so she's just talking about all the stuff she believes, and I'm just sitting there listening. You know what I mean? I'm uncertain. I did not open my Bible once, right? I, I really I, that that time I just didn't have to. You know what I mean? But I just, I was able to I was able to say some things to her that really challenged her way of thinking. And not in an antagonistic way, just to get her thinking. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like she, you know, she identifies this as different stuff and believes this different stuff. It's like, oh, all right, why? You know, just asking her why. I mean, it was making her realize, oh, I really, don't, I really don't have a lot of great answers. You know, and she's realizing too. It's like, oh well, some of this stuff I'm doing and believing, it's just a lot of default to the bad experiences I had gotcha. with this church stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, let's. Hey, may, maybe your faith shouldn't be um, a result of decisions based out of trauma you know mm-hmm. or maybe we should do you believe in objective truth you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know black is black white is white light is light dark is dark. you know what i mean it's salty and sweet i mean do you, do you believe there are things that something can be objectively true yeah okay let's talk about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so and that was kind of a tangent i'm sorry no, that's um, good, man. but i i think i think you know being cross-cultural in that sense with generations being willing to do that stuff and um and instead of judging right off but just you know, asking those why it's like well, why why do they listen to that crazy music why, why do they like that you know well what, what is that feeding yeah <laughs> what do they need yeah or and why that, or why are they on tiktok all the time yeah i think a lot of, i mean there's plenty of answers for that i, I found a lot of it is identity stuff uh-huh. you know what i mean they want to find themselves they want some kind of identity bob's got something to say about that <laughs> I like that. And we can and we can be salt and light and we can be a city on a hill that can help them help these young people who are still at that very impressionable age, you know, mm-hmm. where they're trying to figure out what does it mean to be a grown up in this world. Yeah. Um, and we can do that if we're willing to do the work of a relationship and you know, and, and again, just, you know, kind of be be well traveled and yeah. be willing to kind of open ourselves up to have relationships with with people that aren't, you know, the same same age as us. You know, and mm-hmm. maybe that means we're having relationships with people that are like the age of our kids or maybe even mm-hmm. the age of our grandkids. But, you know, but, you know, letting these people know that they love, that they are loved yeah. and, they, and they're cared about. Yeah. Well, Matt, I thank you so much for sitting down with me uh, for this episode of the Matt show. I mean, yeah. the, uh, the Heights podcast. Um, Here to help you grow. <laughs> we will continue to uh, prayer, 
uh, Uplift and Prayer, uh, your ministry uh, thanks, man. Uh, there at, at South Park and also part on campus at Alvin Community College. And uh, want to say thank you to our audience for uh, tuning in for this week's episode of the Heights Podcast. And want to let you know that uh, we've got a campus on the south side of the Houston metro area. We have worship services every week at 1030 a.m. at our Alvin location. And you can also uh, find us online at uh, on Facebook and YouTube. We live stream every week. Uh, we've got life groups for all ages at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. And uh, if you've got more in, uh, more questions about what's going on at Heights Baptist Church, you can go to heightschurch.org. We'll see you next time. <laughs>